Coming up on today's show, we're going to cover the latest news and rumors. We're going to try to sneak a little bit of John's plans out of him for his upcoming Disney trip. That's all coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everyone to Traveling with the Mouse for episode 293 for Friday, November the 20th, 2020. We are getting very close to Thanksgiving, which means we're getting close to Christmas, which means we're getting very close to the end of 2020. Yay! Yay! But before we do that, we have a lot of shows to go. We've got a lot of fun to have. I am your host, Jason, and I am joined by my esteemed co-hosts. Today, (laughs) we have Adam. What's up, everybody? Hi, Adam. Hi. Hey. Hello. And we have John. Can you hear that? Can can you hear it? Hear what? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell us the sound of the Skyliner. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are the vents that- open? Because if they were, you'd hear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dang. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> Sorry. Calm down. That's- How do you make the sound of a door falling off the monorail? <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> That's probably what it would be. Please stand wow. clear of the. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> If you're on the ground, please stand clear of the door. Right. If you're standing under the monorail beam, please stand clear of the door. (laughs) Somebody had a birthday this week. I just wanted to point that out. Our wonderful inspiration for this podcast, Mickey Mouse, whose birthday was the 18th. Oh, that's right. Yours was this week, too. (laughs) That was one day before Mickey's. That's right. Are you so you're one day older than Mickey? <laughs> well, <laughs> are you ninety three? Let's say, oh. let's say one day and uh, what fifty years, years younger. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he, so, Mickey is ninety two. No, ninety two. Happy birthday to Mickey! Oh wait, no, we're exactly fifty years apart because it was nineteen twenty eight when Steamboat Willie, right? So yeah, yep. we're exactly so 50, fifty years. years. Yeah, fifty years younger than Mickey. Yeah. Look at that. He looks good for his age. He does. Yeah, he really he, does. He, he actually seems like he's improving over time. Yeah. Yep. You know, we always like to start our episodes by asking that eternal question. Is anyone going to Disney World this week? Well, as I mentioned, I'm already here. I mean, I'm doing this episode <laughs> from the Skyliner. I mean. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Are you going to do another Grandestino recording like you did, uh, what was it, yeah. a year or so ago? Yeah, you're you're probably not hearing near as much noise. This Where's time. that little? <laughs> yeah, right. You should be hearing that by now, right? Yeah. So, should so give us the details, John. Uh, where are you staying? That would be Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Ooh, that is a prime location for taking the Disney Skyliner. Is the yeah. Caribbean Beach Resort near the Caribbean Beach Resort? Yeah, it's it's very close. There, oh, okay. some say that, some say they're they're the same. Oh, okay. I just want how like... close how close is the Caribbean to the French Riviera? I'm just trying to understand <laughs> geographically how close it's those are within walking distance. Well, it depends uh, on what world you're in. 
<laughs> in the Disney World, you just walk around a pond and you're there. Right. It depends no on what on what part of the Caribbean you're in. And one side you can literally walk to it, and one side you can take a Skyliner ride to it. So, <laughs> right. Mm, gotcha. Okay, so you're staying at Caribbean Beach uh, for the Skyliner access. How many park days do you have scheduled? Uh, I do have three reservations. Okay. So I have uh, Epcot on Saturday and have Magic Kingdom on Sunday and Monday will wrap things up with the studios. Do you get a full day at the studios or is that a half a day? Well, I don't know exactly. I plan on being there when it opens, of course, or being there to rope it just so it'll be easier to get to Runaway Railway and hopefully get a boarding group pretty easy. But I may have, the way things are going now, I guess I can get a boarding group while I'm still in bed, right? Right. There and, so, get that. Yeah. Well, you have to. I'm going to say you're going to have to, yeah. Yeah. So, Set that alarm clock for, what, 6.58? Maybe yeah. a few minutes before that. <laughs> I'll probably be up by then anyway. Odds yeah. are. Yeah, that might dictate how long you have to be there. So, okay, so no Animal Kingdom. So we're going to It doesn't sound like any of us have any more trips planned for this year, at least at the moment. So it's going to end up that 2020, I'm going to be the only one of us that went to Animal Kingdom. It it appears that way, yeah. For the entire year. Isn't that crazy? It appears that way. Well, I mean, if I were going to be staying longer, I mean, since I can't park up. (laughs) Right. You know. I was there at the very end of 2019, like a couple of days before New Year's. But Yeah, you almost died there. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You almost died was... at Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Yeah, because he went there on, he drove all night. He didn't sleep. I was sick. Could have had was... COVID. I don't know. Possible. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. COVID's, COVID, COVID's birthday was this week, too. The first confirmed yeah. case was <laughs> November 17th of... Uh, <laughs> 2019. Are you kidding? The first confirmed case was on my birthday. Yeah, they traced it back to the first time they could find a confirmed case was November 17th. So it's COVID's birthday. Wow. So my birthday just has all kinds of great significance. COVID 19. Jim Jones has followers drinking the Kool Aid was on the day I was born. Yeah. All uppers happen on my birthday apparently. Well, before we dive into the news, a couple of yeah. a couple of more housekeeping mm-hmm. things. Number one, did you watch Mandalorian this week? Yes, of course. Do you have any eggs for breakfast this week? <laughs> yes, a time or two. <laughs> yeah, not any endangered species eggs, but I, I did have any. some eggs. Yeah, I didn't have any well, frog eggs. You know, spoiler spoiler alert for those who haven't watched it. Skip the next couple of seconds. But this whole episode, you thought for sure, you know, the baby, the child was going to uh, eat those eggs right in front of his parents. The I know, <laughs> I know. That was just like, okay, you're gonna leave the 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 child there, and we're gonna come back, and the whole family's dead. Like, that's terrible. But anyway, I've never eaten an egg in front of a chicken, so I mean, I don't. <laughs> Right, that's I don't know. basically the same thing. But again, it's unfertilized, so like I said, it's like eating a chicken egg. He was just hungry. He's still he's only fifty years old. He doesn't know any better. He doesn't know any better. He's only fifty. <laughs> the other non Walt Disney World news to cover is there was some good news in the COVID world this week. Lots of two it. companies have highly effective vaccines, and as the time of this recording. 
at least the Pfizer folks have come out and said that there has been no, you know, significant side effects and they are going to apply for certification to start distribution, emergency use authorization. So there's a large distribution problem, but 95% effectiveness on these vaccines is way more than any of us could have hoped. And there's some studies, one of them, if you want to look it up, the New York Times talks about this, that indicates that antibodies last much longer than we had hoped, maybe for months or years or forever. So all good news for maybe this ending um, in the next six to 12 months. Right. Because as of right now, it looks like Disneyland will be closed for at least a full year, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it went back to purple. Yeah. It's out of control over there, so, yeah. So we probably won't see Disneyland for an entire year. That's crazy to think about, the fact that it's that long been closed, so. What will it look like when it reopens? I'm so glad I got to see it. So yeah, I got to see it. yeah, literally like a couple of weeks before it closed. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, my last visit there was 2012, and it was fun. It was very, it was very much. It, it was weird because we went in July, and so we left uh, like a hundred degrees and like a hundred percent humidity here in Georgia, and then when we got off the plane, it was like, whoa, this is like fall or early spring or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how it feels there, like all the, <laughs> like time. All the time. Yeah, I think yeah, the last time great. I was there was actually Mickey's birthday in 2017. I think it really? was. So, yeah, 2012 was, was me. So, yeah. There's basically two two weather forecasts. It's either perfect weather or fire, and um, unfortunately, fire. we've had more fire more fire than anything else recently because of you know climate change things but speaking Mm -hmm. of disneyland that's our first topic they are back to the purple tier and this has caused some snafus in some of the reopenings they have been talking about so they are planning on opening disney's california adventure uh not the not the park but just the shopping right but at the same time, they're going up to purple, which means capacity has to be reduced. And they've had to reduce capacity at downtown Disney. Indoor dining has been suspended. And so I'm wondering if this is going to have them needing to pump the brakes on some of that. It's interesting for sure. It's kind of hard to tell when it comes to California. I feel like they'll probably try to go ahead as normal, as you know, as planned. But what will the government say is the question right right so they've got pretty strict guidelines it's 25 percent capacity in those shops which there's been some crazy lines to get into downtown disney yeah i can imagine in addition to that opening they also announced that they are going to reopen the grand californian hotel but there mm-hmm. will be no dining no shopping and only one pool open hmm and of course, there's no parks to go to. So, right. Interesting with just the one pool. You would think having both of them open would be better. They have for to staff spreading both out of them. Yeah, well, other the than that, yeah. I mean, but I'm assuming this is when it reopens is going to be about as crowded as the Disney World hotels were when they reopened. But if they have, and to there was staff, no park open. Yeah, if they have to staff both of them. I mean, we're talking, what are they, two lifeguards per pool usually? 
I mean, Disney really overdoes it on the lifeguards. I guess I've never really seen the Grand Californian pool. Maybe it's bigger than I think, but I would think usually, typically two per, maybe three. I, I, I don't here's know. here's what they say: the Mariposa Pool and two Whirlpool Spas will be open with reduced capacity. Cabanas will still be available for an additional fee, but the pool parties and water slides will not be available. Here's what else will not be available: the spa. All dining, the gift shop, in-room dining, the craft tour, the children's lobby entertainment, instructor-led fitness classes, character experiences. Also, you won't get bell services. They can deliver luggage, but that's it. No floral and gifts, no dry cleaning, no valet laundry, no shipping services, and no valet parking. So, luxury. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, basically, you're saying if you want to pay big bucks or points to uh, quarantine in California Adventure, pretty much. Nobody's going to be paying big bucks because it will only be open to Disney Vacation Club members. They want people to get rid of their points. Right. I was going to say, they're not going to pay any big bucks that they haven't already paid. Right. Still, I mean, they they paid a pretty significant amount just to be, just to get the points. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is for those use it or lose it points, right? There won't be enough reason to pay lifeguards to do two pools because there's only, you know, however many guests going to be there anyway. That's probably the I mean, main reason. Yeah, I'm going to say in Florida, they could have the water parks open if they wanted to, but it's probably not the best idea in the world. Yeah, well, of course, it's hot there still. but So I was just, I, I decided to look at Dave's Vacation Club rentals just now and mm-hmm. to see if anybody has a dedicated reservation they're trying to offload but yeah. the earliest one i've seen right now is april 4th so i don't think anybody's got any dedicated reservations they're offloading right now hmm. okay you talking about for grand californian i would hope yeah not. for grand know. for grand californian yeah yeah i would have thought there would be one or two actually yeah but i mean they couldn't mm-hmm. have they couldn't really have put it out there all that early because they didn't know until just now, right? So they were going to be able to, who was going to be able to use it. So who was going to bite? That's yeah. just my thinking. That's a possibility. Maybe they weren't able to actually book anything yeah. until now. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's, that's Disneyland where the COVID is plentiful. Let's yeah. go across the country to where the COVID is also plentiful uh, <laughs> to Disney World. This is what I titled this topic, this segment. Stupid people at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot oh, of those, but... Maybe we should make that a weekly topic because that's... <laughs> there is yeah. always going to be some of those. That's well, true. We have, we have two great stories of stupid people at Disney World. Our first story today comes from a man. Man, 18-year-old. Okay, man is a bit pushing it. 18-year-old, yeah. especially after his behavior arrested for impersonating a DEA agent and carrying a Glock replica BB gun at Disney Springs. Glock replica? <laughs> yeah. That's what it that's the type of BB gun. It, it was a Glock replica BB gun. Right. Do you know of all the places in the world that you feel the need to carry a weapon, Disney is like the last place I would ever think that that's even needed. So, I it just blows my mind whenever this comes up. I, anyway, continue. So this 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 kid, where you know, was stopped because they suspected he had a gun, and he said he was a new special agent for the DEA, 
produced a badge that was exactly like what you can buy off of Amazon. They mm-hmm. asked for his phone number for a supervisor, which he couldn't uh, provide, and they found the the Glock BB gun. So now he's under a lot of you know a lot of prosecution. Yeah. yeah, because he impersonated an officer. He yeah he broke a lot of rules. Right. So not smart. But yeah. let's see if this can be beaten. So that's story number one. Let's mm-hmm. see who is the who is the worst. That's story number one. Story number two, there is Florida Man. Now you already know it's <laughs> going to be great because it starts with Florida, Florida Man. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Florida Man is at it again. Uh, Florida Man on LSD has attacked a security guard at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So again, wow. not, uh, not we, we go in with man here, 19-year-old. From Pompano Beach was charged with battery on a security guard. Uh, it happened on October 25th when the patrol was tackled from behind. Yeah. Hmm. LSD and Animal Kingdom. Don't mix. Was this person a guest? Yes. Uh, they were yes. They were in okay. the park because it happened in Dino Land. Well, what I mean, like, were they a guest as in, like, a resort guest is what I meant. Oh, I don't know. Okay. They were a guest in terms of getting into the park. Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. I just mean, like, well, it says Florida Man, so I'm assuming he's local. Right. So He's from, yeah, South Florida Man. Okay. Oh, I, I clicked through the link. He's He's got quite the, the mugshot. I got you. So it's probably not the first time he's had something like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, there's a lot of drug oh usage, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, at Disney World... You know, we had the butter churner incident not that long ago, and now we've. Well, that's who the guy this. that the DEA agent was looking for. Oh, was okay. the guy on LSD. So. so, so which 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 story wins this week? Uh, is it the DEA agent or the LSD man? Which one are we going to go with? I think the DEA agent. That's They're both it. teenagers. Um, one of them looks like he's on meth, but he could just have a really bad case of acne. That's the DEA agent impersonator. I'm going to go with the LSD guy, though, because his mugshot <laughs> is ridiculous. His hair is, like, straight out. and He looks like he's on LSD, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, he looks like... Yeah, but, I mean, that just seems totally ordinary. I give the DEA agent for a creativity. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's totally ordinary to get on LSD and go to Disney World and attack security so, guards? Um, John? Well, that's what I would expect. Is this going to be part of next week's trip report? Uh, do we need <laughs> no. to discuss something? Yeah, I'm just saying. Me. I'm just saying that's the kind of thing I would expect out of somebody who's on LSD. I mean, the other guy was right. at least trying to be creative, I guess. <laughs> right. I okay. It's not something you see every day with the other one. Mm. I guess you well, don't really see either of them every day. But you, I, okay. Never mind. I'm just I'm digging a hole here. Yes. Speaking of LSD, remember the Disneyland Paris guy that was like yes. found naked <laughs> running through a neighborhood, see? like. Two days later or whatever. And he had no idea how he got out of there. Yeah. Yeah. He jumped into the uh, Rivers of America or something. Forgot what it was. And then was found outside (laughs) the park. Like miles away. (laughs) LSD and Disney have a history. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. You're just proving my point. The LSD thing. I mean, we've been there, done that when it comes to Disney World, obviously. That was in Paris, though. This is uh, Florida. so It's Disney related. It's part of Florida, man. This was Florida, man. Right. Florida so man. John, we have a we have a mission for you. Oh brother, we're going to keep this segment alive, stupid people at Disney World. Okay. And rather than relying on the news, <laughs> we're going to need a first hand, some first hand Account accounts for next week. Oh yeah. stupid. Okay. 
I'll see what I can come up with. Do you know how to get a hold of some LSD? (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to do it yourself. Let's just observe. Just tell us what you've observed while you were present at Disney World. I can say the closest thing I'll get is I'll be listening to the Beatles. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Go ahead with that. (laughs) Although we know that's Um, not about LSD, right? Mm. Nope, not at all. (laughs) It's it's about John Lennon's uh, kid. He was drawing a picture. Yeah. Anyway. It just so happened to be the same uh, initials, but go ahead. Yeah. Con- conspiracy theory. So, so moving on to our next topic. I don't really know how to transition out of that to this, yeah. but <laughs> our next topic is talking about the new stuff. We had okay. quite a lot of content drop this week to give us yeah. some previews of things that are coming. The first one is, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind coaster. Mm-hmm. We yeah. got a couple of pieces of information. The first was some test footage of mm-hmm. folks riding in the Guardians of the Galaxy vehicle in an outdoor, bland, I guess, test coaster. Yeah, and um, I feel like we got a very small piece of what their ride experience will be, but anyway. let's yeah. Right. But it looks like it's Space Mountain meets Omnimover, right? Mm, it's, sure. It's got the spinning motion. I'm going to say meets um, the spinning coast, meets Primeval World. Yeah, meets spinning Primeval coaster. World. Yeah. <laughs> right. spin- but, uh, you know, because there's going to be screens involved, I feel like that's pretty much what the tilting is about. And I feel like when it's all said and done, it'll definitely feel better. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited about it. It was just... It was an odd video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. And I, I think a lot of people might not get the context because people don't follow Disney as near as us. And if somebody stumbles across that video and they're like, that's what the coaster is going to look like. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's just it's just like yeah. a little kitty coaster that they're riding the vehicle on to test it. Right. Right. Yeah. The test video makes it look like Crush's coaster in Disneyland Paris. Because it spins, but this is going to have multiple cars on a train, and each car can spin uh, in a different direction. So yeah. that looks pretty cool. But it, it, to really understand what the track's going to look like, that's the second part of this story. Right. Mm-hmm. They also released a photo from the interior of the, the building of the current track, uh, which isn't themed yet. It's just a bare track. Yeah. But uh, what are our thoughts on that? Are we looking at this is a uh, Space Mountain Two Electric Boogaloo. I mean, what is this? That's what it sort of looks like. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like Rock and Roller Coaster as well in there, without any. Doesn't look like any inversions. Right. But a couple of things did stand out. One was there is a tunnel at the very bottom that right. you see. The top of the image has what looks like some screens, maybe, or some sort of lighting effect uh, starting to be put into place. And then right. the top appears to be a break run area or maybe a launch area. It's hard to tell. I just the feel like top, when, but. yeah, I just feel like when all is said and done and all the effects are put together, it's going to be great. That's my feeling. But yeah, does it scream Epcot to you? Well, <laughs> no. it's not Certainly anything not. like you've seen at Epcot thus far. No, but you're not going to be able to see all the stuff we're seeing right now either. When you do the, I'm pretty sure it's going to be relatively dark enough that you're not, or distracted enough, I guess, by whatever else is going around you that you're not going to be paying attention to what the actual track looks like. 
So I wonder, you know, do you think they'll ever do, you know how they take the non-IP rides and do IP overlays? Do you think they'll ever get to the point where they take these IP rides and they do non-IP overlays? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they ever lose the rights to Marvel, I guess, for whatever reason. Yeah. They might have to, but... I was trying to think if they ever did anything like that, and I can't think of anything. Like, wouldn't you ride this if they had, like, a one-day-a-year, the, like, mashup edition, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Living with the Land edition? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, are they going to grow vegetables in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just going to play the music, and you're going to get a speed look at, you know, here's where we grow the vegetables. Here's where we... It's like Here's the video the section. <laughs> well, if there's going to be screens like we're thinking, then I guess they could put anything on them. Right. <laughs> there will be screens involved, but it's not. It's going to be an experience. That's totally what I expect out of Disney these days. I feel it's going to be an experience. Yeah. It's going to be on the level with Rise. An immersive experience, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. An immersive yet expensive experience. Yeah. And lasts maybe a minute and a half. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this one will last longer than that. That leads me to the next story. Immersive and expensive yeah. and cramped. Mm-hmm. That would be the other preview we got, which is the <laughs> first look inside of an actual hotel room cabin for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, I just want to point out that they are building this Star Cruiser on land it's not an actual cruise ship (laughs) so you don't have to size the room like you do on a cruise ship right unless you're trying to be very appears that they did (laughs) yeah Yeah. you're trying to be immersive right so you got to have everything look like it's if it were on a ship i mean i'm just saying this thing's gonna be what uh over a thousand bucks a night well, Probably. I don't think they're going to get away with that, but we'll, yes, we'll see. Will. Yeah, you think I so? They will. I, I bet I, you it's going to be more than a thousand bucks a night to stay at this thing. Yeah, right, well, because I mean, it's we'll an see, experience. But... It's not just the hotel room, essentially. It's Well, if it's a thousand bucks a night, it's an experience that I will be uh, not doing. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, there's the, it would. this is an experience I do not plan to do, even if it was half that price. Yeah. Well, I can't say I wouldn't do it once. I mean, I just I Is couldn't a... say I wouldn't, but we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. And the, the, yeah. There's these little cubby beds that mm-hmm. who's supposed to like? They expecting a lot of kids here. Um, right. I if, mean, this like maybe. who's I don't especially if I want to spend a thousand bucks. I don't want to spend a thousand bucks for my kid to not do it, which is what right. would happen. Well, I was gonna say if you have a child, not not like a human child, but a child. The, the child. The child. <laughs> like a Yoda-type creature child. He could fit in there easily. Yeah, he but, could. Well, yeah. A he human child? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't need to. He has his own floating bed. I've got some pretty tall kids, <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> that they're going to fit in this uh, tiny space. Then they're like on top of the actual bed. It's like, you know, mommy and daddy are right there. And then if you look below <laughs> the little... TV like display. There seems to be hopefully that's storage because there looks to be absolutely no storage. It's probably a fold out bed, yeah. Probably a fold out bed, so you can fit mm-hmm. even more people in there. I mean, this thing is smaller than a Little Mermaid room, and that's sleeping six. So, and that other by the window, I guess you'd say it looks like one of those. Remember in Empire Strikes Back, the where 
Leia hit the little button and the little bed thing came out where Han, when he was being tortured, you know what I'm talking about, came out of the wall. The little like bed thing came out of the wall. Anyway, okay. that's what that looks like. Or is that maybe just like a seat that you can sit on to look out the window? Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. I had it to looks think like they have little about. seats tucked underneath it. That looks like yeah. it's your table. So it's a table. Oh, okay. So there you have it. So you can eat while you stare at a screen that makes it look like a window out of the side of the ship. And I, how much you would have bet that TV on the wall, the first thing the kids are going to ask is, why can't we watch real TV? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder Probably. if you get some Earth satellite uh, TV. <laughs> you can. <laughs> they probably will have to. You can watch some Mickey cartoons. Let's mm. just say it looks cool from like a Star Wars perspective, but it doesn't look like a room I want to stay in. <laughs> it looks like a value. Actually, it looks like a mermaid room. Actually, it's probably even smaller than the mermaid room. Oh, it's probably about the size of a cabin on a cruise ship. Right. It does look like that. Not even, it? not even the good cabins. <laughs> doesn't look more like, like there's the, a lot of room. Yeah, more like the virtual porthole that right. size. <laughs> just put just over a hundred square feet. <laughs> yeah, and the size of the bathroom, which is not shown in any of the pictures, must be the size, the width of the child beds, which isn't very big. So, well, I think it's part of the experience. They're trying to make it like what you would be if you were on an yeah. actual Star Cruiser. So, right. size of the room is probably <laughs> com- comparable. I would imagine. I don't know. So. But have you seen those videos online of like the scale of Star Wars ships and how massive they actually are? Well, <laughs> like a Star Destroyer and all these other ships I mean, are if like. If yeah, if you're on a Star Destroyer, but you're not. Well, okay, but it's still a fairly large cruiser if you see the images of it. Even then, you remember Leia's quarters? I'm just saying. That didn't look very big when she was a prisoner, but... Well, yeah, that's a prison cell, not a... Yeah. This is basically what that is, (laughs) though you're the size of a prison cell. Is one of those little orbs going to come in and give you the vaccine, the COVID Uh vaccine? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I, w- I was actually thinking when I saw this, I was like, okay, imagine like if, say, the Titanic was in space, right? And you were in third class. This is the room you would have <laughs> <laughs> right here. So if the ship floods, you're the first one to go. <laughs> right. Only if there's a big hole in this ship, you got a bigger problem than just water. <laughs> right. So, so, so just going back to a, a story that was from last year. So last year is when we got the first idea of pricing. Yeah. So the pri- where I got that number was uh, the estimated what they believe the pricing is going to be if you just have one person sleep in it for a two night three day stay, which is what you get in this experience, will start at thirty three hundred dollars for one person. Yeah. If you max out your cabin at five people, so that has got to be a pull down bed because they say you can sleep five. Mm. A cabin with five passengers would cost seventy two hundred dollars for a two night three day stay. I. I don't see people biting for that price. They're probably going to have to come off of it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's big enough fans out there that will will pay this. I think it'll just, sell initially, but after a while, I think the demand is going to drop. Yes, yeah, how are they going to sustain it? Yeah. There's not that many people that want to do this. Yeah, especially if they don't change the experience enough for people to come back. 
and it, want I, to come you back. Know, I could be totally wrong. The experience that they offer otherwise might blow people away, and they just could have be to amazing. Do it, you know, right. I, yeah, it could be amazing. I could be wrong. You know, right? I have a feeling though with cutbacks and things, it's not going to be that I amazing. Mean, I've already cut back to being a moderate slash value guest as it is. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Shoot, I've even started staying off site a lot. So yeah, off so. property, which I never would have done. I've even I've even considered or have done I've actually stayed off property before but I've even considered doing like one of the vacation homes because <laughs> that looks yeah. like a really good deal. I don't know yeah. what you guys are doing. I just find somewhere to sleep in the parks. <laughs> okay. If they offered that, of course that would be a thousand dollars a night too. Oh, I'd be way more than that. Well, yeah. Cinderella oh. Castle suite—that's the only one that you can actually stay well, in if they the had park. Other, yeah, I'm gonna say if they had other ones is what I mean. Right. Like well, that's an interesting rooms. topic for a show segment yeah. is uh, if you could sleep anywhere in the parks, where like, would where it could be? They, where could they put rooms in the parks, right, in each park? Right. So for our next segment, let's let's bring in Josh tomorrow. Josh, Josh, are you on the line? Oh, oh. Did, oh he hung I, up. Dang it. You know, we <laughs> had him booked, but I guess we missed it. Let's yeah. go see what he you said. He window. was at... How do you how do you say this acronym IAPA mm-hmm. theme yeah. park whatever or whatever it is right right type convention thing convention mm-hmm. he made a couple of announcements one of them is that they are fast tracking the retheme for Splash Mountain to Prince Princess and the Frog as they are working on more inclusivity projects and they're speeding up the work on this so that, that just guaranteed a check mark on me going on Splash Mountain this time. Just to get it in one more time, huh? Right. Yeah. Because it a, may they may change it before well, I mean, the fiftieth. Maybe it could change know. before I see it again. Possibly, you never know. I mean, I think now would be a good time to start on it because you've got less people in the parks and you know. Well, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Sir, sure. <laughs> it's pretty packed. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Used- so I wonder what the other inclusion projects are going to be though. Yeah, that's it. Definitely leaves a lot to uh, the imagination. There, we have talked when this story first came out. We talked about potentially uh, items on that list. Some being like what Tom Sawyer Island. We said Jungle Cruise. What else did we say? Like what were Country they Bear do? Jamboree? Maybe I don't know. I guess maybe I don't remember. What did they say about Tom Sawyer Island? Well, we didn't say anything in particular, but there are some a few things about Native Americans in particular there, the or the rivers of America in general. You know, maybe. Well, see, when I I think I see about them talking about inclusion, I don't think they're talking about necessarily removing stuff. They're talking about maybe adding no. That's not stuff. what I meant. Yeah, that's not what I yeah. meant. I meant changing oh, okay. it. That's all no. I meant. I mean, they will be uh, they will be retheming Hall of President shortly to be a lot more inclusive. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, I got to thinking. I'm like they, Peter pretty, Pan might they're be pretty one. inclusive. I think we talked about that before. What about the Rapunzel bathrooms? How are they gonna retheme that to be more inclusive? <laughs> <laughs> I think they need Small World to be more inclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's like the most diverse attraction I have. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see like Antarctica represented. Oh well, no, I don't know. You need to see a polar bear. <laughs> I don't know. We had a list of attractions, and now I'm I'm not remembering. All the ones that we thought about, but I don't know. I well, think country. I think country bears is like a great like humor wise. Just me personally, yeah. but I mean, I agree with you. But I think there there might be a few things they might try to change with that one. But mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, the other story that he said is that he confirmed that they plan on bringing back all of the shows yeah. as soon as they can. Right. Even though they fired everybody that works <laughs> right. in the shows. Yeah. Although I will say that that as part of the almost all those cast members that are on the shows were union cast members, and so they when they are laying those folks off, they have a one year callback window. Where if they mm. do bring the show back on, they get right of first refusal to come back. Yeah. If it's within that year period. So if the good news about COVID with the the vaccines and all that works out, we might not lose too much of the quality of the show because we might get some of the performers back. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I think a lot of them would come back anyway if given the opportunity. I'm sticking with my original March prediction of... I'm gonna. I'll say most of the. I'm not gonna say all necessarily, but most of the restrictions and stuff being removed or laxed by March. Mm. I think March is whenever the is like a. If everything goes well, a reasonable timeline that a vaccine will become more readily available. But I don't know if enough people will have had it to completely relax everything. Well, it appears as though enough people have had the virus by then. Well, yeah, by then we might, you know, have just burned on through it the way things are going. But uh, I think I'll probably, I don't know, I think this is going to have permanent scarring in my brain. I will probably wear a mask every flu season for the rest of my life. Oh, wow. You think so? Why not? Why not? I mean, I I don't think I've ever even had the flu. Ever. I don't think. Not that I don't recall I have anything that was, I mean, I think I would know. (laughs) I mean, I would think. It depends. I mean, so, I mean, I'm just thinking like wearing a mask is pretty normalized over in Asian cultures. Mm -hmm. They've had to deal with more of these than we have with SARS and MERS and a lot more scares like that. So wearing a mask during flu season is normalized. If you have any sort of illness, even if it's a mild, normal cold, it's pretty normalized to just wear a mask so that you don't spread it. Maybe I'll just do that in the winter going forward. Just, you know, wear a mask I, out in public. Yeah. I think a lot of people will. I've become a big believer in boosting your vitamin D. I really feel like that makes a difference. I, I recommend anyone take a supplement of at least 4,000 IU or UI. <laughs> IU. John is not a medical professional, so... I am not a medical professional. I'm not saying that that would cure you of anything, but everybody does need vitamin D, and it's one of the things we lack because we don't go outside as much anymore. We are indoor creatures. I I agree that vitamin D is useful. I don't think it's going to prevent you from getting COVID. No, I didn't. That's why I said I didn't say it would prevent anything, but... Yeah. I think it will help you better navigate anything you contract... Yeah, so I mean, just being generally healthy is really good for right, surviving. Right, right. The other big news that Josh revealed mm-hmm. is that we're going to get Remy's Ratatouille Adventure open eventually, yeah. but not this year. Right. It's not for 2020 because I guess they're just assuming if they open it in 2020, it's not going to work. It's going to break. Yeah. Because it's 2020. Yeah. So they're going to wait was... till 2021 to open this thing. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for at least a soft opening whenever I go, but uh, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Maybe I can find a way to get a sneak preview. <laughs> and now, by the time this episode comes out, we may actually know the actual date, so I just wanted to put that out there in case 
the date is announced tomorrow as we're recording this tomorrow because yeah. it's so possible. Remy's, Re- Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will be opening on <laughs> blank I'm, blank. I'm, I'm going to um, create myself my own little TWTM uh, press badge and see if that works. Let's see. If- yeah, yeah, well, you'll be the next mugshot then. On the, uh... Are you going to bring a BB gun and get high on LSD ahead of time? Yeah, yeah I, mean, my, I mean, I didn't have that idea until now. Oh, I'm going to do like know, the... If we can get the name of the podcast in the news story. Ah, that's a good point. We'll totally, get a lot of clicks. Uh, see, get a lot of clicks. Press. There's no such thing as bad press, remember? There's no yeah, such thing exactly. as bad press. yeah, I think we've really tried to push that to its limits. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm going to go do like the whole Three Stooges episode where they have the mm. press, press, <laughs> right. pull. Yeah, right. Pull. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's taking yeah. it way back, John. Yeah, way back. <laughs> like really far back. Hey, you know, slapstick, still some of the best comedy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Literally slapstick. But Leslie Nielsen. In their case. You know. So as we transition to our next story, yes. the next story. Mm topic that we're going to discuss is disney's earnings call that is the earnings for their quarter four Mm -hmm. Um, the walt disney company has -hmm. reported its first financial annual loss in over 40 years that was not surprising yeah fourth quarter losses were 710 million dollars their full fiscal year disney recorded a net loss of 2.83 billion dollars yikes yeah well i mean you kind of expected it to happen at some point whenever you're not open <laughs> and at least there were, some of the parks were not open yeah i bet they're really happy they launched disney plus when they did <laughs> they yeah, are been, they actually that i mean this was beating the expectations so this was good yeah. news yeah, yeah I, that's you true beat ex- that's true it, yeah even though it was a big loss it still could have been worse right I can say, you know, one of the one of the things I've noticed that I love about the way Disney's handling Disney Plus is that even though they have the rights to something through their acquisitions, like Home Alone, for instance, they're not making it exclusively to them. Like it's still available on Netflix right now. Like they're still mm-hmm. licensing it out on top of that instead of making it exclusive. I like that idea. I really do. Yeah. Well, I guess the Fox properties they are. I don't know about their other stuff, but um, no, there's some of their properties you can find on Netflix. Well, I know they still had a deal with Netflix for some things that weren't on, but there's, are you saying there's still stuff that's on both right now? I can't give you the specific, but I'm pretty sure there was one I came across that's on both. Yes. Okay. I believe. Well, there's not a lot. Now that I think about it, I believe it's Ralph Breaks the Internet. That was the one I noticed. Yeah. So that's not bad. I mean, some things, but most, I would say, of the Disney stuff is pretty much exclusive to Disney Plus now, but. But again, like I said, they, they're being smart about it because yeah. even though they have a very healthy subscription base, right. they having letting some of these properties, especially newer ones, out to other ones that other people are already on yeah. as well is useful. Well, I can see like the Home Alone is smart to put out on others because, for example, the Charlie Brown holiday stuff, Apple got huge pushback on the they're having exclusivity of the peanuts yeah, yeah. Uh, specials because of yeah. everybody was really annoyed that it wasn't on tv so i think they even caved recently and it's going to be on pbs now yeah as well so they 
finally caved on that one. So well, exclusivity is not always the best option for streaming services. Yeah. So. Oh, and speaking of the Home Alone thing, Disney basically only brought it back whenever it was season. It's but it's like seasonal on Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah, because they had sense. it. Yeah, they had it during the Christmas season last year, and now they're they went away, and then now it's come back. So yeah, well, who's going to watch Home Alone during like the summer? <laughs> like, well, it doesn't make sense. I think they're yeah. Well, I mean, they there's people that would, but they're getting their prime viewing time during the yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. So it makes anyway. sense for them to do it the way they're doing it. I, I I love the strategy is what I'm going with. Yeah, I think it's it's helpful because they're not going to get yeah. huge amount of pushback on certain yeah. things being exclusive only. You know. Yeah. There you go. So just to to look at how that breaks down a little bit more, the park experiences and products uh, division. In the fourth quarter alone, it looks like they lost $1.1 billion. Thanks. But, sounds, you know, sounds like a lot revenue, of it was me. <laughs> yeah. the, the revenue was down 61% for that quarter, 37% for the entire year. Yeah. But on the bright side, they are weathering the storm rather nicely overall. I mean, there's some things they we wish they would have done differently or done better, but, you know. Well, yeah, let's talk about the good news on their thing. Yeah. Disney Plus, 73 million subscribers already. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. In a year. Yeah. Yeah. One year. Right. They, they, they're basically number two, right, at this point. Yeah. Behind Netflix? Yeah, Netflix has 195.2 million subscribers. Uh, Disney is now second with 73.7. Yeah, and if if you're gonna go comparison, Netflix has been around for how long now? <laughs> yeah, shoot, <laughs> I've had Netflix since 2007, I think. So yeah, I had it since before then. If you count the DVDs, right? I mean, yeah. I guess you could say that Prime Video wins because they have 140 million people that have access, but you just get yeah, that if you buy Prime. Yeah, that's kind of cheating. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like they're if that counts. specifically joining for that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I've seen some great stuff for free on Prime or included on Prime. Not really for free, but included on Prime. I've seen some pretty good stuff included on Prime. Yeah, I have too. I definitely got the, my money's worth of my Prime membership this year. I placed <laughs> I think, so many orders with Amazon. I think most yeah. people have. I mean, the rich get richer. Yeah, if I anytime I go back and look at, you know how at the end of the year, because I have the Amazon credit card as well, so that's that's just how we do it. But you know, when you go back and look at the end of the year, the dollar amount that's spent over the course of the year, yeah, I've definitely every every year I've made good use of Prime. Yeah, I know that I, I surpassed not. my total from last year, like back in June, <laughs> like my yeah. total number of orders, <laughs> like. I didn't. I mean, I'd make an order a month or so, maybe one or two orders a month. Now it's several times a week. It's between grocery delivery, so whether that's the the Whole Foods or the Fresh, which it annoys me that they have two different grocery delivery services. And yeah, it depending on what you want, you have to search both of them to see if they have what you want. Yeah, and then just regular Amazon on top of that. I don't know. I've just. It's like Christmas every day. There's something new on the front porch. Um, <laughs> well, now you can get prescription drugs, apparently, uh, through Amazon. Oh, nice. It's a new I thing. no idea. Yeah. I think there's some states you can order uh, booze now, right? It was supposed to be, but I still haven't seen how you can do that. But yeah. Anyway, Any, we're off topic. Anyways, 
we're we, we are a bit off topic, but that's okay. Back to Walt Disney World. Also on the earnings call, our friend Bobby Chapek had a little bit of a tidbit that he said that the Walt Disney theme parks are currently at the mm. when he said this, not are going to, it wasn't, you know, is about to. It was currently operating at 35% capacity, increased from 25%. He did not say what day they made that increase. It's yeah. been but, gradual. I bet. I think I made the comment. I'm sure they're increasing it over time as they can. I so. bet it was before Jason went a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that 35% capacity... You're going to notice it. I mean, there's there's a difference between theoretically everybody can social distance and people are social distancing. I mean, I think it's just going to get worse. Uh, lots of people aren't wearing their mask properly and, and those kind of things. But the good news is, John, you're going and you should be overall pretty good. You should still wear your mask, but you probably can't get it again. So you should be fine. I was going to say the odds are in my favor. Right. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to tempt fate too much well you're gonna get yelled at if you don't wear a mask yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. The park. Get, like get i said out. The, the only person in my party i'm a little bit concerned about wearing a mask i don't know how they would do with a two-year-old but we'll see yeah well i don't Whether know if they I know would... she's two or not that's the thing they're probably they have to are they <laughs> do they uh have to make their own judgment call i mean i don't yeah. know well when i i mean again i went back in july so it's so long ago my son wasn't three yet he was still two and sometimes they were like he needs a mask and sometimes they weren't so no it just depends but of course that was when they first reopened so i don't really have one that fits her well what i plan on doing is when i get to caribbean beach surely they'll have them on sale there maybe i can find one that's a good size for her um, yeah the masks are they're churning out masks man every yeah. week you see a new design of d- different yeah. kinds and they're like churning them out quick now well, I figured yeah. for her, I didn't need to bother going and spending the, like, getting four or however many at a time for her. So I figured I could just get one at the, actually, at the own property. You, you would, ideally, you would want to wear a different one every day. Yeah. Right. Because once you wear a mask, it's dirty just like anything else. And you don't want to really touch the outside of it. All those things. So, usually one a day's a good good uh, target so it wouldn't be a bad idea to get more than one okay so dealing with the 35 percent capacity has required disney to try to cram more guests onto these rides mm-hmm. so we knew that they put up the plexiglass dividers on rise of the resistance and we discussed that and yeah. how it caused glare and ruined some of the attraction they've also now added the plexiglass dividers to mickey and minnie's runaway railway but that is also having an interesting side effect in that at the end of the night, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is a walk-on now rather than having, you know, a super long line. So mm-hmm. it might not be a, a top priority for you now, John. There, there seems to have really reduced the wait times drastically for that ride. Hmm. Well... I'm still looking a little bit at what Touring Plans is predicting for the studios, and they're actually predicting it to be pretty high on certain days, I think. Well, actually, they were predicted Epcot to be pretty high on the day that I'm going, but I feel like food and wine wrapping up has something to do with that, not as much as, not so much the attractions. 
if it's for food and wine, I'm not that concerned. You know, you see what I mean? But what's yeah. the number they had it for? They had it at seven last I looked. Hmm. On a what day of the week? Uh, that was Saturday. It probably will be worst at the end of the day. I mean, it, it builds there. It's not yeah. going to be bad if you get there it's, at rope. It's not going to open until 11. Right. Uh, however, it is open until 10. But we don't really have a ton of objectives there, truthfully. It, as long as we do the kid stuff so they can do and manage to get Frozen Ever After in, they'll be yeah. satisfied. Well, just rope Frozen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Just rope Frozen. Especially and, if you come in from International Gateway. Yeah. It would be optimal, yeah. And I'm, I'm right now. I'm kind of leaning toward instead of having an actual meal that day, just maybe just you know cherry pick the food and wine festival. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that might be the the plan for that day. Tentative. And plan. You're going to do the LSD and and take a dive into the yeah. lake. You know, I was thinking when you were talking about <laughs> when you were talking about uh, Amazon a minute ago and the stuff that they offered. I was like, yeah, apparently you can get your LSD <laughs> and get a free DA badge with every order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our last segment this evening that I want to discuss, the the name of this topic is What Broke Diz Twitter This Week (laughs) and What's Keeping Those Vloggers Busy? This might also become a recurring segment because it's these odd things that really just set the Twitterverse aflame and the vloggers are willing to stay up all night just to see. The first was... This past week, we had a fireworks test at Magic mm. Kingdom. Yes, indeed. Potentially for the 50th anniversary show. I was not able to see the fireworks. I know that there were some people live blogging it. I saw an interesting shot of uh, bloggers at every staircase at the Contemporary. Like, they, you know, they were just on every balcony out there mm. and trying to record these fireworks. Uh, someone else that was there I saw on Twitter, Polly Beach was pretty packed. So this is why they're not doing fireworks. But the word got out because they put out the statement, yeah. you know, we're going to test fireworks. Right. So everybody went. Right. You put out anything, everyone's going to know about it yeah. within minutes on social media. Yeah. So, How far away are we from like a giant retractable uh, no-see green wall to block fireworks when they test them? I think that'll ever happen. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. They might find some way to try <laughs> to do it. Time. Uh, uh, no, but if it gets bad enough, they will. Yeah, I, you know, I remember, you know, it was just last year in October when I was there, how they were testing the mini fireworks, if you recall, mm-hmm. for the Christmas yeah. season last year, Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. and I was driving yeah. on the way to my training and happened to catch a little bit of it on the on the road. So um, it was early in the morning. When they were testing it, I don't know. I can't see myself making a big deal over a fireworks test, but uh, well, it's the first time fireworks have shot over Magic Kingdom since. Yeah, that's true. There is that. Yeah. So the the question is: is when will the fireworks come back? I don't think it's coming back in 2020. Some people think they're trying to get them done for Christmas. I don't know. Nah, probably not. I initially held out hope for the Christmas season. Or at least maybe New Year's mm-hmm. is what I was thinking. Maybe New Year's Eve. I wouldn't totally throw that out the window. I mean, New Year's Eve might be potentially possible. I don't. I don't know how they would do it. They may. I feel like they might try to put something together for New Year's Eve, just because it's traditionally what what people do on New Year's Eve. 
but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't either. I mean, it's one way. It's. I mean, right? If the parks aren't open till midnight, then why? Who are they going to shoot the fireworks for? I think if they have the opportunity, they'll probably push for that. At least one of them. I think if they have the opportunity, it's possible. But I just don't know. Like I said, it's it's open at the moment still. I mean, we're what uh, coming up on being about a, a month away. We're about what six seven weeks away. Right. Epcot would make the most sense because you could line up people out of six feet apart around the entire lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> of World Showcase. Yeah, Ep- Epcot and, uh, is definitely something. A, the optimal park for social distancing because you got a ton of space <laughs> that you have to walk uh, on no. top of that. So. I mean, yes and no. I mean, depending on like the buildings you're in, you don't have a ton of space sometimes, but the paths. You have a lot of walking you have a lot more, space. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have a lot more walking space than you do any other park. Right. But if you're in some of the shops and stuff... You... I, mean, I know Animal Kingdom is the biggest, but the majority of that's taken up by like the safari and the yeah. wildlife exploration. So that first story broke Twitterverse. This one, mm-hmm. though, is really breaking Diz Twitter. Have you been to McDonald's yet to pick up any of the new <laughs> Walt Disney World ride vehicle toys that are now available in Happy Meals? There are 10 ride yeah. vehicle toys that include Minnie on Dinosaur, Goofy on Expedition Everest, Donald riding Mad Tea Party, Pluto on the Jungle Cruise, Mickey on Tower of Terror, Daisy on Soaring Around the World. You also have Minnie on Pirates of the Caribbean, Mickey on Mission Space, Mickey and Minnie on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Conductor Goofy from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. And the question is, how many of these have people already posted on eBay for a ridiculous price? Oh, so I saw a complete set for $65 already available. Complete sets. Someone's already got a complete set. Oh, well. Yeah. So, I mean, this has taken over the vlogger's storm. I saw one person that I follow has collected them all. People driving around. I know you mentioned you saw Adam the Woo doing it. Robin Mm -hmm. Lopez, uh, the basketball player, is tweeting about driving around California trying to find these toys. People are going bananas. They're pretty cool toys. Yeah. I kind of want them myself, actually. I don't know why. I feel like a kid again where I used to call McDonald's like, which toy do you have? Do you have this one? Do you have that one? You know, I was going to say, back, in, I used to back in the day, my experience with the toys from McDonald's is I always got the same one. Right. <laughs> well, it seems like they're only shipping like two of them to every McDonald's. So you have to go to a bunch of McDonald's to get them all. Yeah. You know, I do remember back when they had a closer relationship with Disney and they were doing a lot of Disney yeah toys and and things i remember getting some of the you remember the uh you might remember this adam they had the 25th anniversary yeah. glasses i actually still have yes, some of those the drinkware yeah, yeah. I still we have still some. have some of yeah. those <laughs> still do i you had to pay extra for those right though i think you had to like pay really remember. a couple of bucks extra yeah, or something i don't really remember i remember getting them though i remember the animal kingdom one the epcot one there was a magic kingdom one of course i assume there was a studios one but i, I don't remember if we had that one or not that gives you an idea of just how different McDonald's is with their giveaway stuff now. They used to actually give away glass. Once right, upon yeah, time. like actual glass. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they put that in a kid's meal. No, though. not in a kid's meal. <laughs> Sorry, no, excuse me. Any glass you found in a kid's meal, that was like a mistake. Right, so, um... right. shattered glass in a kid's meal. Well, which one of these is your favorite? Have you seen which one looks the coolest? Uh... I want the Mickey and Minnie in the car 
from Runaway Railway and the Goofy actually on the train. But I mean, those are the standard ones. That's what they're advertising. Is the whole theme of the thing is the Runaway Railway. Runaway Railway, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Donald in the teacup is kind of cool, but it's a lot of people were a little sour that Donald only got one ride. Well, that's kind of how Donald would feel too, I guess. <laughs> Who gets stuck with all the bad luck? I think I want Goofy Expedition that's Everest. I want the I want the Everest. <laughs> I want the Everest one. And I I want the Yeti to move on my toy. <laughs> yeah, that is right. <laughs> is it Disco Yeti? You have to sh- do a strobe light on it. <laughs> Make it look it's moving. There's a couple of them that look pretty cool. I mean, I, the spaceship Earth one's okay. Yeah, I was gonna say Daisy on Soren. Isn't yeah? I'm gonna say technically they're using Soren, so it's like Soren over Epcot, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Soren over Spaceship Earth. Tower of Terror one's okay, but it doesn't really look like Tower of Terror at all to Not me. Too so much. Like, uh, I feel like they could have done a better job with that one. They got Mickey Hep putting his hands. The Jungle Cruising's kind of cute, and I thought that was Space Mountain, but it's actually uh, Mission Space. The one with Mickey riding the rocket. It's actually Mission Like I say, Space, there's a number so. of those. I could think they could have been, you know, uh, Astro Orbiter. <laughs> the old one, anyway. Yeah, that too, right. The yeah, classic exactly. one. Anyway, the one it was Star Jets. So there's actually two Runaway Railway toys then, right? Mm-hmm. The car and right, the Right, because train. this is a Runaway Railway promotion. Yeah. I don't know. There's not one that really stands out to me. I mean, I kind of like I want that but... Expedition Everest one. So that's the who was Expedition Everest again? I can't see it at the moment. Uh, Goofy. Goofy. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I would take that. Goofy with the Yeti. Goofy with the Yeti. Yeah, I would take that. That's although, as Adam the Woo pointed out in his video, the Yeti looks a lot like the one from Matterhorn, not the actual Yeti from Everest, because it's all white. If it was gonna look like the one from Everest, it should have a flashing light on it. Right. Well, (laughs) right. (laughs) Okay. So. Anyway, toys are great, but I, I don't know. Maybe there should be a drum roll here, but I know everybody tuned in for this story. This was quite literally the biggest story of the week. Um, our last <laughs> mm-hmm. story of the night. This is I mean, people story. were going bananas over this. Every vlogger had to go and ride this ride <laughs> and get a video <sighs> of this. Everyone was tweeting at Disney about this. This is what broke Diz Twitter. This is what kept the vloggers busy. Figment, the animatronic, is now wearing a themed Imagination Pavilion Christmas sweater on Journey into Imagination in Epcot. And people are losing it over this. Yeah. Are they selling said sweater? Because they that be. was one of the big threads. Is people yeah. were adding Disney saying, "I want to buy this sweater," at, right. at Shop Disney, and they're like, "We're looking into it." And they probably have someone in the back stitching those suckers up right now. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, right. Anything they could sell, I'm sure. Won't be long before someone on LSD hops off and tries to take it off a of figment. So, yeah, right. That'll fit my kid. Yeah, this was such a buzz that the wait times went from five minutes all the way up to seven. I mean, <laughs> right? Sure. Uh, well, I saw one person. One person posted a thirty-minute wait at one point. I mean, people were going. People are nuts over this thing. Um, Christmas that's, sweater. If that's this the, the first case, time they've yeah. changed anything on this ride in forever, and people are going bananas. I was gonna say, what exactly is Christmassy about it, though? I'm not seeing a lot of Christmas on it's it. It's got like okay. it's got like snowflakes and stuff on it. It's got mm, the which makes okay. it. It's a winter sweater. Doesn't okay. that that's got sure. the imagination or the original imagination emblem sort of on it, right? If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, right? So, 
That's probably yeah, I the see the pyramids, but the best take I heard about this is someone said, "Let's just be clear. What happened is is that figment broke or caught fire or something, and they slapped this sweater on it to hide it." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then well, by accident they created something that's going to make them even more money so he's, he's <laughs> happy accident he's still a la donald duck he's still not wearing any pants so i mean right yeah i mean reminds it, me of that mickey short <laughs> if they if they realize that they can get this much hype over just a sweater just think about what the next refurbs are going to look like mm. yeah so if you said the wait time was up to 30 minutes, that's like the highest it's been in like 20 years, probably. <laughs> I mean, this is really, uh, that's got to be a They're pick. like, that's all we had to do was put a sweater on figment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like next I could just do a screenshot or, of uh, DreamFinder in there, and that would probably right. up the wait time. Well, they're going to digitally put a sweater on Eric Idle's. Uh, video oh, wow. in this ride. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, he's got a sweater too. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, so, Eric, John, I have to I don't ask. Think people care about Eric Idle. Are you going to ride this so you can see the sweater? Well, the odds are that the wait time will be low. You might not want to rip Frozen. Frozen's probably going to have no weight. This, <laughs> right. is, this is where the... <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I think if I want to do this ride, then I'll definitely have the opportunity. <laughs> I'm just saying... Right. We'll leave it to the people on Etsy because they've already it's already on Etsy before Disney, of course, can get it. You can get this sweater on Etsy right now. You know what I always think of every time I go in there? I wonder how many people actually get the red tennis shoe reference. I just wonder how many people actually still remember that. I doubt a lot of people do, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... it's Because the jacket's in there, too. Yeah, it? it is. And it's kind of like an Easter egg, really. Yeah. And they kind of have some Easter Most eggs probably. in the queue as well. Like they have Dean Higgins on a door... You know, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Different professors and stuff, but they're probably going to, that'll be the first thing that they throw out whenever they do. A probably re, like uh, no, one, this, refurb. no one remembers this movie, even though it is on Disney plus or the Disney executives will be like, why, why is there a random pair of shoes in here? Throw these out. <laughs> Some <laughs> cast member left their shoes in here. Jay might think that. Yeah. He probably, well, I don't know. He pays attention to IP, even old IP. So <laughs> sure. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby Chapek. That reminds me, why is it still that the only movie out of the Dexter Riley collection they don't have on Disney Plus is Now You See Him, Now You, now you Don't? They don't have that one on there. And that's like one of the best ones, in my opinion. I don't understand that. I don't know. Is there some sort of copyrighted music or some sort of material in there that they have to get I, extra rights to? I don't know. I haven't really I'm dug into to... it. But, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why do you show the computer who wore tennis shoes and the world's strongest man and not the one in the middle? Not Now you see him, now you don't. I'm sure at some point they will. Yeah. Like I said, now you see him, now you don't was my favorite one. That was the best one. The invisibility formula. Anyway. All right. So, that concludes our news and rumors segment for today. We've already hit on Mandalorian. So... I think that's pretty much an episode. What you can expect next week is John will be hosting and will be recounting his LSD trip through Disney World. <laughs> uh, if by LSD you mean lazy... Skyliner. Skyliner. Lazy, lazy Skyliner day. There you go. <laughs> lazy Skyliner Disney trip. Yeah, Lazy Skyliner Disney. 
because that's exactly what I plan on this one being. This is going to be the most like laid back trip, like don't have to be anywhere <laughs> type trip that I've ever taken probably in quite some time. It's going to change the way you Disney from now yeah. on. Enjoy that I, pool. Enjoy Banana Cabana. Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm really the part I'm looking forward to the most. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have a couple of objectives because I haven't done Runaway Railway or Rise. So I have those two objectives. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we've already done everything else. We will have fun doing what we can. And I just want to enjoy Caribbean Beach. And I, I'm actually looking forward to riding the Skyliner probably more than anything <laughs> anything there right this minute. <laughs> I just love this will be the rest of your family's first time on the Skyliner. It will. Yeah. I'm really hoping they feel the same way, but yeah, it was just, I enjoyed like while I was there, just taking those trips on Skyliner and basically coming back. I mean, it was just fun. It was a relaxing, enjoyable ride. It's, it's a ride in itself. Well, if you want to listen to that though, turn in tune in next week. In the meantime, though, there's lots of other things you can do to engage with us. You can find us, you can buy stuff from us, all sorts of things. How do you do all that? <laughs> well, I mean, you can find us on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, those channels. That is all at TWTM Podcast. Uh, hopefully, I'll have a couple of things to add to uh, Instagram in particular over this trip. And hopefully, the YouTube channel eventually. I mean, it might take a little editing in between, but uh, we do have a YouTube channel as well if you want to go check that out. Most of it's uh, classic material at the moment. We have a Spreadshirt store. You can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise, including a, the Rafts Are I Ride shirt. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. And we have a website, travelingwithamouse.com. You can visit there to see links to all those things and more. You can also email us, podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. So, for John and Adam... This is Jason, and this has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you'll join us on our next trip. I gotta go to McDonald's right now.